Folks, welcome back to Slow County Public Policy and the Law. We're having a wonderful discussion with Heather Moreno, who's the mayor of Atascadero, and she's a candidate for the 5th District Supervisor's Seat in San Luis Obispo County. You've already got some pretty significant endorsements. Do you want to tell folks uh, about some of those? Oh, sure. Um, really been just honored and and so excited by the the outpouring of support so i'm grateful to have the endorsement of our local atascadero police association and our fire association so both unions have have come out and supported me i have the endorsements of uh, supervisors uh, pashong and arnold as well as our district attorney dan dow and uh our sheriff, Ian Parkinson, and our assessor, Tom Bordenaro. I think our last guest Eve, has even endorsed you. I w- have I, not asked her yet. I we s- haven't had a conversation yet. I, but saw, I, would be... I saw her listed on your website. Mm, I don't believe so. Oh, well, no. better go check. I have. Let me tell you, I have vetted every <laughs> single one of those. There is not a single one on there that I don't have a confirmation for. Well, good for you. Good for you. <laughs> One of the things that uh, is coming up that the County Board of Supervisors, I know, will be involved in is the, the Paso Robles Spaceport. Even though it's in the city of Paso Robles, a lot of support facilities and infrastructure are going to be feeding into that, like the Highway 46 and, and a lot of the roadways. Are you looking at that project uh, at all? Yeah, I will say that we've, we've developed a bit of a, a partnership with Paso Robles, you know, for the North County. So Steve Martin and I, um, Mayor Martin, have been friends mm-hmm. for a number of years, okay. and, and he and I get together, uh, would get together frequently uh, on Fridays and, and just have conversations about life and things going on as mayors, because not everybody, you know, understands those, and our spouses don't necessarily want to hear it all. And so <laughs> um, one day we were sitting there, and we're talking about broadband, because you hear REACH, which is the, you know, yeah. The economic development agency in the in the county, or I'm call it an agency, but organization. Even the county, you know, they've gotten on board recently, but they'd been talking about broadband. But everybody's talking about it. Nobody's doing anything. And we just looked at each other and said, "Well, let's just us do something. Let's do something in the North County." And so we did. Last year, we came together as a task and Paso Robles and and hired a consultant and did a strategic plan. And you need a strategic plan in order to move forward and actually get some of the funding that is available. So we did that. Atascadero took the lead on the project. And a big reason for that is, you know, well, there's a variety of reasons. One, just residents need greater access when you consider, you know, after the pandemic, we saw that people need to be either schooling at home, working at home. We need much more capacity for our residents than they've had. Uh, in Atascadero, certainly for business as well. We need that. For Paso Robles, not only do they need that, but now if they're going to have this, you know, space tech, you know, spaceport tech corridor, they they need this this too. And we came together, did that. We actually got a, a grant to cover the $200,000 for the strategic plan and got the results of that. And now at Tascadero, we moved forward at our last meeting with appro- approving an irrevocable, irrevocable right to use with Astound. And so for the city, we're going to be, I know this doesn't now, get you to Spaceport, but... With just, Astound, for our listeners, what is that? Yeah, so it pre- formerly Digital West, but they're an ISP, okay. Internet Service Provider. Mm-hmm. And what we did is say, okay, we have an irrevocable right to use for $1.3 million over 30 years and $5,000 a year. And it will give us 10 gig and 
accommodate all t- um, 11 sites in the city. 11 we, sites in the city. Would that be government sites? Government or would that, sites, okay. correct. And so we're really acting as the first customer for Astound, which now, once they do that, can look at, okay, how can we expand elsewhere in the city and provide services to business and and consumers? So that piece also readies us for whatever role that we could possibly pay, play when it comes to Spaceport. When you look at the city, uh, the, the, sorry, not the cities, but the companies that may want to be locating here, sure, Paso is going to be first priority, but essentially, I don't think they're going to be able to house all of that. I think this is going to have a pretty significant impact on the surrounding area, and I think in a good way. And if we're ready for that, uh, certainly broadband is one way to do that. Could really benefit us. Okay. Well, that that's that's exciting. It is. So, the uh, uh, one of the other things that Reach was involved in was studying whether or not uh, or what to do about the placement of offshore wind turbines uh, off. Cambria, basically, and uh, Ragged Point. So the that's uh, that's probably not something that you've been studying because you're inland a little bit. But right. uh, do you have any uh, views on what's going to happen when there have to be uh, votes taken on whether to build new harbor facilities to support those wind turbines? Well, it, it's something, and you know this, I can't tell you how I'm going to vote on anything in particular uh, and would need all that information to come before me to hear from the community. Um, you know, for example, in looking at what's happening in Morro Bay and they've been planning on battery storage with Vistra, but the residents really have a lot of concerns about that and not simply, a, it's not a NIMBY issue of not wanting it, you mm-hmm. know, in, in their yard, it's a safety concern. And I think a lot of them, my understanding is feeling like, okay, nobody's listening to us on this. And, and they're really speaking loudly and trying to make change in that. So, you know, when it comes to things like this, we can say, okay, overall, this might be good for the region. We need more wind energy. But you've got to look at what are the impacts on the local environment and the local community and make sure that those, are, that those can be mitigated. And how would you approach that? It is all things on the table, having conversations. Um, I, I don't think we can ever come at this from an ideological standpoint of, you know, going in with preconceived ideas, but you've got to put it all on the table. Okay. Uh, there was a recent article uh, in a couple of the news outlets about the Board of Supervisors having raised their pay by 26%. Uh, is, that a, is that something you have any thoughts about? I think during a during a time of a of a, a bit of a budget crunch, uh, a good portion of the county's budget comes from the state, and we know the state is having a budget shortfall. So, I, I think this is a challenging time in which to raise pay. Um, I also know as a as an elected official, um, it's challenging when you're the one that has to raise your own salary and it becomes an issue. And honestly, what would be I think best for all concerned is if you have some sort of of Um, process in place where there's just whether it's a natural cola or something that keeps pace and you don't end up you know so far behind okay and and uh let's see the the uh grand jury's put out a couple of reports on various issues lately have you reviewed any of those just I, i i'm aware of them but i have not reviewed them yet and and the uh one of the things about the 
uh, increase in pay of the Board of Supervisors, which I thought was actually uh, an interesting concept that was brought up by uh, Supervisor Ortiz Lake, was that they would just, from here on out, peg the Board of Supervisors' pay to 50% of a Superior Court judge's right. pay. Um, and, and, you know, that seems sensible. Uh, the the judge's pay is fairly stable, uh, and it's only raised by the state of California. But um, uh, some of the other uh, county officers' pay that was revealed uh, was a little odd. Um, now, the, the Board of Supervisors uh, will be making more than a state assemblyman with those figures, but we have a county council that uh, makes county administrator slot that make twice what the governor of the state of California makes. Uh, and in fact, uh, those particular offices make about the same as the president of the United States and their pay. And that, of course, that's all been voted on by the Board of Supervisors. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any views about what kind of pay should be provided for these important countywide offices, many of which are not even elected in a county of, what, 230,000 people? I think you always have to look at the importance of the position and who is the kind of person that you want in that position. And then how do you attract that person? Because, I mean, for years, I've heard people complain about city manager salaries. And I think you want to know how expensive a city manager can be? Get a bad one. So I think it's important that you find the right person and you pay them appropriately so that you have them doing the job that you need them to do and don't end up with big expense on the back end. Yeah, and uh, I suppose some of that could be offset by good search and good background checks. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the members of the Board of Supervisors uh, should be putting in the time to do those kinds of background searches? Well, I think individually. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that makes things challenging. I think you can hire somebody to do that. I think if you have individuals doing that, then you get, um, you know, maybe certain, um, you know, people have certain interests that maybe aren't the encompassing the entire board's interests. And so you have to, how do you do that in a neutral, in a neutral manner, rather than somebody going out just to find the good things or just to find all the bad things? Folks, stay tuned. After this break, we're going to have some more discussion with Heather Moore-Eno. 